Welcome to The Brian Buffini Show, where we explore the mindsets, motivation, and methodologies of success. My name is David Lally. I'm the producer of the show, and I know we may be in challenging times, but that's just why we've been working on shows to keep us upbeat and focused on the good stuff. Let's listen in. Well, the top of the morning to you, and welcome to The Brian Buffini Show. We're continuing on a series of special messages of people we're reaching out to during this time of coronavirus and financial uncertainty to bring perspective, insight, and some how-tos to our community of real estate agents, homeowners, and then people who are looking for personal growth and development and who feel a little stymied right now by the circumstances. I have a very special guest on our program today, and his name is Vince Malta. Vince is the 2020 president of the National Association of Realtors. I'm a fifth-generation house painter, but Vince is a third-generation realtor and the CEO of Malta & Company in San Francisco. He's 43 years in the real estate business. God bless you, Vince. I'm 33 years in it, so we've survived. And Vince has served on the NAR Board of Directors since 2002, has testified multiple times on behalf of NAR before Congress. He's been involved in the California Association of Realtors and just a stalwart of our industry. Vince Malta, welcome to the show. Thank you, Brian. It's a pleasure being here with you. Well, I know you're in the midst of some very intense meetings with the board, and I appreciate you breaking away right now so we could address the real estate community together. They say a funny thing happened on the way to the play. We had record sales in February, best in 13 years. New home sales were up. Everything's looking hunky-dory. And then here comes this little bug, and we have a pandemic on our hands, and the stock market goes down 30%, and next thing you know, we have bailouts and all kinds of things. Vince, I mentioned in your intro, you've been in the business for 43 years. You've seen multiple recessions. We've had terrorist attacks. Real estate has had major corrections, especially in 2008. What's your best advice for our real estate community right now to help them weather the storm and have confidence in the future? Well, Brian, if there's anything that was a constant amongst all of those is that we survived them Mm -hmm. and we came out stronger on the other end. And even though this is a very different thing that's coming about and what's affecting us, one thing is for sure, we're going to survive this, Mm -hmm. and we're going to be stronger at the other end as an industry. Mm -hmm. You're right there in San Francisco, one of the epicenters of the lockdown right now. What's life in San Francisco like right now? It was funny. I was traveling so much as president of the National Association that I told a friend that I wish I could spend a little more time at home. (laughs) Well, be careful what you ask for in life, right? So it provides a very interesting perspective of what home is now. Mm. You know, home is very important to me right, right now. Well, I may not have been in a lot over the last several years, but that's not the case anymore. Mm-hmm. And I've really appreciated my home, this place that I call home, a lot more these days. Right. Isn't it interesting at a time of crisis like this that everybody was sent home to their homes? You know, the English expression, our home is our castle, and You know, I think people have a greater affection for their home. I think they have a greater affection for the people who made their home possible. And I think that's important. I think also some people have found out their home is their sandcastle. You know, I've got six kids. All the kids are home. I got a big house. But you know what? I got six adult kids all at home or five of them. One of them's married, living with his bride. But I got five adult kids home eating me out of house and home. And I think for a lot of people, they're also going, boy, my house is great, but here's how I need to improve it or You know, I've been thinking about making a move for a long time. This kind of seals it for me. I now know what kind of house I want for the future. So I think when we come out of this, 
there will be a great pent-up demand in the home business. There already was pent-up demand with the housing shortage, and I feel confident that coming out the other side of this, we're going to see an awful lot of people making a lot of decisions regarding real estate, especially with the interest rates so low. And that's true. We saw that after 9-11 as well. Mm -hmm. People really looked at home as their safe haven. And so they invested a lot more in their home or they invested in a home. So they wanted to invest more in that than, let's say, traveling abroad or whatever. And I think that you're going to see the same thing happen here. I think that we're all going to get our home in order when this passes. For sure. And there'll be good opportunities to do so. And still, I have to say, many markets in the United States are still doing a lot of buying and selling in homes right, right now. Some have been affected and impacted greatly now that we have these uh, stay-at-home orders that are going on. But one thing I find with realtors is they're so resilient mm -hmm. and they're so adaptable. And that's what they're doing right now. They're finding ways that they could help their clients either market their property or help them prepare for what they're going through or providing them the latest information regarding COVID-19 through this crisis. And so that is, I think, so great about our realtor community. They make things work in sometimes the most adverse situations. Yeah, I think that's a great point. And I think obviously the national media is reporting nationally. And, you know, if you think about it, we have New York, where the epicenter of this virus is, which is the media capital of our country as well as the financial capital. You have L.A. is a big area for media. You have Northern California, and you have the state of Washington, which is the tech capitals. You know, if you think about it, there's an awful lot of mindshare there, but this is a big old country, and we're actually hearing from thousands of our members that they're still involved in multiple offer situations, that we're hearing from our members they're doing virtual open houses. They're doing virtual tours. I'm going to be sharing on a Facebook Live here in a couple of days a number of fantastic innovative things that agents have come up with that are brilliant to both serve their customers continue to keep the doors open and continue to keep activity level high so it is fantastic and we have such a resilient bunch realtors we're a unique character right we have a job but we really don't we have a business more by ourselves but yet we have this group that comes together and does remarkable things i actually want to direct a couple of questions towards you first towards the agents' business themselves? And then secondly, what we can do as agents to be a voice of value and really support our communities. But the first one would be, you've been in the business a long time. You know we're this huge coaching organization. We're coaching people up in their business. If you were a coach right now, and if you were coaching an agent in their business, and you obviously have given a lot of people a lot of advice, from a standpoint of their business, what tips or advice would you give to a real estate agent at this time? I think communication, number one. Mm -hmm. Make sure that you have the latest. And I'd encourage people to go to nar.realtor and get the latest in relation to how the coronavirus is affecting our industry mm -hmm. and what people are doing with either showing or not showing property, what they're mm -hmm. doing in their offices, et cetera. So stay up to date with mm -hmm. the latest information. And then I think that this is a time, let's say you're at a stay-at-home order, this is a time to really reflect and look inward in a sense as to how you need to perhaps redesign your business model, educate yourself. This is the time to take and do those things. Mm -hmm. This is a, a wonderful time to get educated in the sense of uh, getting a realtor designation, mm -hmm. et cetera. And, and NAR is going to hopefully help you do that and make it easier for you. We're going to be rolling out a lot over the next several weeks 
for realtors to be able to go online and do a lot of that work from home. You bet. I think a couple of things is what we've been advising our members is that you're going to be in a situation where you might want to do 12 months worth of business in about nine months worth of work. And so now's the time to do training. And we're letting people know about all the training we do. We've switched them all onto online capacities. And also these designations you're talking about. You know, maybe if you were thinking about getting into the luxury market, maybe get a luxury home designation. There's a number of cool designations out there offered through NAR. And now's a great time. I mean, there's only so much news you can watch. And you've watched all the episodes of The Office twice. So now guess what? We're going to get back to work at some point in time. So on one hand, definitely time to get trained time to get educated. And then the other encouragement I give folks, Vince, is now's the time to be a voice of value in the marketplace. You have customers you haven't talked to in a while. Now's the time to go through your entire database and let people know, hey, the stock market went down 30%, but your real estate value didn't. You're good. You know, the market's in solid shape. The banks are solid. They just did this stimulus package. You're good. And so I recently did a podcast with Dr. Lawrence Yoon entitled, This Too Shall Pass which is episode 201. Just some brilliant insight from Dr. Yoon, where he really gives the economic forecast from the past, where we are, and then projected a little bit where we're going forward. And it'll give you that confidence and also some specifics so you can actually get on the phone, call your customers, call your past customers, and give them that insight and let them know this too shall pass and communicate like you're talking about. So I think that's powerful. What do you think in regards to how can we provide more value to homeowners right now during this time? Okay, I think they're trying to sort out information. So some are looking to refinance. Mm -hmm. Some are looking to maybe get into a different property. And so they're going to be asking you questions as to how do they go about that? What's the timing on this? Should I be marketing my property right now? Should I be looking for a property right now? So I think that the answers to those questions are going to be very market-specific, and I think that that's where a realtor really comes in and uses their market knowledge in light of what we've got going on right now to determine what they can do and they're not able to do at a given time. So your expertise is needed more now than ever as Mm -hmm. you're sorting through all the information that's going on out there and absorbing it, because they're getting a lot of national media, Ryan, and they try to apply that to their market, where Things just are not yet applicable to their market or are very much applicable. So Mm -hmm. they need to know where they stand in relation to what they're getting from a national viewpoint and bring it local to them. For sure. There are actually hundreds of counties in the United States that have yet to have a single case of COVID-19. And so it's fascinating seasons that we live in. And for some other people, like if you're in New York City, I mean, that's all there is. And it's such a difficult time for people there. You know, again, the economics... And the policies are national, but all real estate is local. We know that. And so keeping abreast of it. I do. I just want to reiterate for a second, nar.realtor. There's some fantastic information there regarding current transactions, open houses, and then some general guides for realtors. We've also posted that for any of our members on buffinicompany.com. We have a whole bunch of resources and how-tos and tips we're making available to you. So you can download. Now's the time to be getting that type of stuff. Things you can send to your customers. It's all there for free. Just go check it out. The same for nar.realtor. There's just a bunch of great resources and insights. I don't know if you're in a position to talk about this stuff, Vince, but there's been some specific things with our industry that people are approaching and asking for. Things like 1031 deadline extensions, remote notarizations, suspension of interest deductions. Are you in a position to share what the association's doing, advocating on behalf of the industry on some of these things? 
So, sure, we're working with Congress, we're working with governmental agencies to make some of these things happen so that we can get extensions, like we've received the extension of filing the tax returns, et cetera, working with HUD in forbearance agreements, et cetera, and in working with, as you said, 1031 exchanges, getting those extended, secure notaries. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to get more electronic notaries and signatures allowed in various parts of the transaction so that we could streamline that. We're trying to work with banks so that a more streamlined appraisal process could happen or verification of incomes Mm. through email because these things really can stall transactions now that things can't be done, let's say, in person or or whatever. So we're trying to get this to be done more virtually Mm -hmm. and recognizing that the economy needs to keep going and real estate represents a huge portion of that economy. Right. And so we're all about health and safety. That is our paramount concern because we really want to get by and through this course. But there are ways that we can get around this virtually and trying to convince the government and agencies to allow these things which have been really sticking points. So I think we're going to learn a lot through this process that things can get done through this virtual means. Vince, I know that NAR has been working tirelessly on behalf of our real estate community with regards to the recent $2 trillion relief package. Can you give us a brief overview of what the measure includes for all of us in the real estate business? Sure, Brian. Uh, The measure includes a significant expansion of unemployment insurance for the self-employed and independent contractors that could provide benefits for up to 39 weeks. Now, you have to understand these workers are not usually covered under traditional state unemployment benefit programs, but for the purpose of this relief package, they are covered. Additionally, there's $350 billion for small business administration loan programs, allowing eligible small businesses to secure up to $10 million towards mortgage interest, rents, utilities, and payroll costs. So that's also huge for small businesses. Additionally, we have unemployed retention tax credits estimated to provide $50 billion to companies that retain existing employees. Very important for uh, businesses they move forward. Now, for individuals, they can get rebates of up to $1,200 for single filers and $2,400 to joint filers, plus $500 per child. Now, that's subject to some income limitations, but uh, that's also a huge aspect of the bill. And then... For property owners, it includes a 60-day foreclosure moratorium and up to one year of mortgage forbearance. And these are among a host of other initiatives that we're working on as well. Uh, We're working with lawmakers to expand access to remote online notary services and additionally to provide direct rental assistance for families who have income loss due to COVID-19. So we're working, NAR is working very diligently on behalf of our industry and behalf of property owners. And I'm sure you're going to see more to come in the next several weeks. That's great. Well, I uh, appreciate all your efforts and the team's efforts. I know NARP has a big seat at the table there in Washington, D.C., and we appreciate what you're doing on behalf of the small business owners in real estate and then obviously the homeowners in real estate as well. A couple of things, you know, you're so connected, you broker yourself. We have a real estate industry where margins have been getting thinner for brokers. And we've had all of these different dynamics that have been challenging and more challenging to brokers each and every day, more competition. A lot of this publicly traded money, the technology has been eroding what has been how brokers have established their businesses. 
what word of encouragement would you have? What tips or advice would you have for someone who's running a brokerage at this time? So my words of encouragement would be that our services are going to be needed more now than ever. Mm -hmm. As you can see, some online providers have pulled back their services because of what's been going on, Mm -hmm. such as iBuying programs, etc. Yes. So I think that there'll be a great need for real estate services as we move forward. And I think that once we blow past this, as you indicated before, that we anticipate a lot more activity going into this. We had a very strong February, as you know. Mm-hmm. Housing sales were up over 6%, which was extremely robust. And then this happened. So as long as we can blow through this relatively quickly, the job market is not damaged from it. We believe that activity will probably pick up. And so that value proposition is going to be extremely important as we move forward. And I think that realtors will be able to express that value proposition so greatly Mm -hmm. as they're guiding people through this post-COVID-19. You bet. Well, if I can share one insight that we're seeing from the thousands of brokers we serve is, as you know, many agents now have home offices. They don't come into the office very often. It's been a decentralization of our industry. And so what we're finding is we have thousands of brokers who are conducting training programs that we help them facilitate and they're doing it through zoom and they're having record attendance and they're having more engagement than they were having when people were physically asked to come to the office on one hand they're saying like they're doing remote office meetings and they said they're getting more engagement and the agents want to be together and connect and you know it's kind of ironic that so many brokers are sharing with us now that they can't get together they're being together more than ever before so you got to take the self out of being self-employed. I think it's important to connect as a community, connect with fellow agents, connect with your broker. And the technologies we have today, you know, we have 240 staff working from home. Our services are up and running full tilt. And so it's fantastic. Everybody's operating and all these Zoom meetings are going on in the esprit de corps. And our company is phenomenal. And we're seeing this esprit de corps amongst real estate brokerages at an all-time high. And so I think Like you say, some blessings always come out of these trials, right? And difficulties always, you know, you squeeze the orange, out comes orange juice. It shows what's inside. And so I think a lot of brokers are doing a fantastic job right now. And if a broker is listening to this, hey, you know, run a training program or an office meeting and do it through Zoom and get everybody involved. You'll be shocked that some of the characters you couldn't get to show up for an office meeting are all of a sudden very engaged and offering advice and sharing ideas of what they're doing and how they're doing it and Again, something good's coming out of something bad. Very true. That's just an example of how we're going to be getting better and stronger after this. Is uh, Our level of communication will probably be better than it's ever been. For sure. Uh, after this is all over, absolutely. Well, it's interesting. Obviously, here you are. You're president in the middle of a year. You were, you were on the plane. Most people have no idea the work schedule and the workload of a president of NAR. When you become elected, it is full tilt. Your life's on hold for a year, and you're traveling around and at meetings and so much going on. So now you have this involved. You may not have had time to even process this yet, but I'd like you to think about it. Let's say it's the end of a year, of this particular year, your tenure has ended. What would you hope to have achieved at the end of this year and contributed? It's going to be no ordinary year. You're a wartime president, as they say. (laughs) So what would you like to see have happened? And you, you can say, you know, I did my bit by the end of the year that we recognize that we worked together at all levels of our associations, local, state, and national level, Mm -hmm. that we had our agents and brokers engaged in working together through this period, and that we come out stronger on the other end 
and set the table for 2021. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very important. So it's really working together and keeping us together as an association, as an industry, so that we can keep moving forward. And I think that's important. And that we demonstrate at the National Association of Realtors that we care, we were engaged, and we responded to members' needs. You bet. And we feel very strongly about that. So if we accomplish that at the end of this year, we should be very proud of what we've done. That's fantastic. I think in times like this, people develop new appreciations for things. Years ago, my house burned down, and I had to build a new house from the ground up. And you know, all of a sudden, we're building this foundation, and we built a 10,000-square-foot home with this concrete foundation, and I don't know how many, just dozens and dozens of cement trucks. I had never given a thought to a cement foundation before. But all of a sudden, when I had to go through the process of rebuilding, I had a great appreciation, and a great appreciation for all the work that went on. As you heard with our interview with Dr. Ben Carson, the Secretary of Housing and Urban Development, you know, he's got this sharing, this appreciation for all the people that are working. All of a sudden, folks are appreciative of the efforts of what they're doing, things we normally take for granted. And I think as an association, many of us as realtors, and I've been a member for over three decades, it's very easy for us to have taken for granted who NAR is and what NAR is. I pay my dues, but I'm not really involved. And all of a sudden now, I think people are going to gain a new appreciation for this group that's there to advocate, to support, to help, to provide resources. And I really think at the end of this year, you could find yourself as an organization really with a different level of connection with the real estate community where people really have an even higher appreciation and value for the organization that represents them, that's fighting for them to provide everything they can for the Association of Realtors and then also how the realtors can then advocate for housing and their customers. I think a lot of good will come out of this and I really appreciate you being with us today. It shows your commitment, you know, in the midst of all the crazy stuff you got going on to take the time out of your meetings to be with us today so we could send this broadcast to as many people as possible in our real estate community and to homeowners to know that there's this group of people who are here. You know, that people who come and go, like you said, the eye buyers, they fly into the market and at the first sign of trouble, they fold up their tent. They folded up their tent like within days. But realtors aren't going anywhere. We're here for the long haul. We're here to serve. And as a president, we really appreciate your leadership and what you're doing at this time. Well, Brian, thank you. It's a pleasure. And I I want to thank you for inviting the secretary on your show. Working with HUD has been tremendous this year. They've been extremely cooperative. They're a great partner. They've worked with our staff so well. And I'm confident that they'll work through these issues as we're working through fair housing, which will continue on through this. And we appreciate the secretary's efforts, and we appreciate this show for bringing all these to light to your members. You bet. Well, thanks so much, Vince. We appreciate you. Enjoy your next few days at home. It looks like it's going to be even longer in California. So continue to do your work and continue to bless as many people as we can. So appreciate you being our guest today. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Vince. And appreciate all of you tuning in today. Thank you so much. And hope this has been helpful, informative. I hope for you that are realtors, you get a new appreciation and value for an understanding of the National Association of Realtors. Go to nar.realtor to see all of these resources that are there for you. And I also know that NAR has launched a Right Tools Right Now initiative. So this is a whole bunch of resources and, in some cases, free certifications and things like that. And it's at NAR, N-A-R dot Realtor slash Right Tools Right Now. And that's where you can get that stuff. 
Also, if you have questions, I know we covered a bunch of stuff here. There's a realtor hotline, which is 1-800-874-6500. That's available 8 to 6 Central Time. That's 800-874-6500. And then also the Chamber of Commerce just released a really nice piece for anyone who owns a small business. And it's the Coronavirus Emergency Loans Small Business Guide and Checklist. And it features things like, am I eligible? What will lenders be looking for? How much can I borrow? Will this loan be forgiven? It's really cool. It's an infographic. We've made it available on the com. It's also available on buffiniandcompany.com slash bcbonus. Let me leave you the way my mom normally leaves you with a little Irish blessing. May the roads rise up to meet you. May the wind always be at your back. May the rain fall soft upon your fields and the sunshine warm upon your face. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the hollow of his hand. We'll see you next time.